Hi, this episode is sponsored by heritagegiftcollection.co.uk Affordable fashion jewellery for you and a friend. I'm joined by some very special guests now. So I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Simon Steele. I'm currently the chairman at Oxford Cavaliers Rugby League Club. Hi, I'm Heather Britton. I play for Oxford Cavaliers women's team, um, currently as fullback. Hi, I'm Emily Partridge. I play for Oxford Women's Cavaliers as well, and I'm currently a halfback. Tell us a bit about your club then. Okay, so yeah, Oxford Cavaliers was founded in the mid to late 90s, uh, predominantly and initially was a men's only team um over the last kind of decade we've branched out and got a number of youth teams established and then importantly in the last two years we've established a women's section oh brilliant so you're one of the newer teams out there but you're also you're starting to build a bit of history you're getting some good players through your doors and on your books and you're part of the the great expansion down south with rugby league which is working at the moment like it's unbelievable the women's growth whereabouts in oxford are you guys based then well we're not actually based in oxford so currently the um majority of the club are based in brackley which is actually technically in northamptonshire but which is kind of 20 miles north of oxford and we also have a youth section so for the youth, we do Brackley and Didcot, which is in oh, South nice. Oxfordshire. So what day do the ladies train on then? Uh, it's all me. It's all me, Heather. <laughs> you want to ask that question again? I'm sure Heather will answer. No, keep, keep going. We'll, we'll roll with this. What day do you guys okay. train on? What, what days are you looking for players to come down on? We're normally training on uh, Wednesdays when we're in season. Wednesday is is our main day for training. Um, at the moment, though, we have been holding taster sessions on Friday evenings mostly, um, nice. and they haven't necessarily just been at Brackley. They've been around in different locations within the cheer, um, and that's how we're going to run with them throughout the next couple of months as well. Um, so other people around Oxfordshire can get a good experience of rugby league. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, if, you're like, gonna, if you're going to travel and then go, you, you fancy having a go, we'll come to you and you can try us. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My old rugby union club, they've just had a session there. Um, and when I used to do that club, um, so the, the old club's Chenna Rugby Club, so I used to play their union and then left and moved somewhere else with union. But um, they, a lot of them were quite keen to try league out when I was playing there last season um, but a lot of them were a little bit too far away from Brackley so to be able to bring that training session down to Chinna Rugby Club was really really helpful um, for a lot of those girls in that women's team um, Chinna also have a massive uh, girls group coming through so they were even able to get that experience for some of the younger girls as well um, who may not have ever experienced it beforehand 
Yeah, and it's it for, I think, not just people who've played rugby as well. We initially had a lot of rugby union players coming across to try league because it's not quite so big in the south as it is up north. But um, now we're seeing more players coming in who haven't played rugby before. Um, we've got a couple of cross-country runners. We've got some girls who did basketball before as well. And even some who haven't played sport much before and just want to get involved in something, want to run around. So, yeah, really keen to grow the team, grow the squad and grow the sport. And so. So what are you looking for in new players? So I, th- I think for us, we, we want to look wider than traditionally looking for people who want a, you know, to fill their summer from Rugby Union because, as you're probably aware, Rugby Union is, is the biggest sport in the south of England yeah. for rugby players. But more importantly, we're, we're looking for other athletes, whether they're footballers. You know, my daughter plays football and I know girls will go into football and academies at a very young age, but as we know, statistically, many will come out through the other end and they've got some wonderful transferable skills. Interestingly, one of our players from last season who went to Leeds Rhinos, Alex Burns, she was a footballer in an elite you know, women's premiership football team. And you know, within their system, so loads of athletes out there, whether they're basketball players, netball players, you know, come and give us a try. That's that's fantastic because as this season we've seen we've we've seen a player go from being a top level netball player going all the way in a couple of months to playing for Wales. It's doable, the dreams live if you're listening to this, you're thinking I might go give it a try, but I don't think you can get far with it and you're a good team to go with for it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's really a good thing with rugby is if you are good at one sport, you can pick up rugby. We've seen a lot of players who have got those transferable skills, but even then you, you don't have to even have picked up any sport in the past to, to come and play rugby league. We've had loads of people come from never touching a rugby ball, never being pro in, a, in another sport or half decent in another sport. So I think it's, it's really inclusive in, in that aspect. How much interaction do you have with the men's team? Because it's one of the longer-running southern men's teams. Yeah, so the the men's team um, regularly will train alongside us on Wednesdays, um, and they're they're a really supportive group of guys. Obviously, with with them being quite an established team, it's it's great for us to train alongside them and and get more experience and inside knowledge, um, and to run moves or just gameplay to have someone on your inside or your outside who can give you little pointers and tweak things on the pitch whereas a coach can do it on the side is so helpful and allows us to learn a lot quicker yeah they've been really really welcoming as well like i think in a lot of teams i've played for union wise you don't really get to know the men's team very well but given that we often train together we boost each other's numbers when we don't have so many numbers at training um and they come and watch our matches we watch some of their matches it's a really nice environment so yeah um i've, I've really enjoyed that aspect of it yeah definitely and that's that's all been down at, at brackley rugby club as well um i know that the men can can go around and do different locations as well. So I'm, I'm sure there'll be more joint things um, if people want to experience that side of training as well. Tell us a little bit about your sponsors then. Yeah, so we've we've got four sponsors at the moment. We've 
we've got um, two from the Bister area. We've got React Industrial Solutions, who have actually very kindly sponsored the club for a number of years. We have uh, Chris Kimber Roofing Services, again, another local sponsor in Bister. And since I moved to Brackley, we've attracted a local estate agent there, Alexander & Co., and also a garage, which is called APS, which is, which is another sponsor of ours from Brackley. So they've all very kindly helped us out. And of course, we're always looking for for more opportunities for sponsors and even if, if someone wants to sponsor individual players. That's it. Player sponsors is a, a fantastic way of having you guys connect with local businesses and not costing the earth for them to be able to do it. So I think that's a fantastic idea. Are you looking forward to next year's Super League South? Yeah, um, I, I definitely am. I mean, we grew so much as a team, I think, last year. It was our first year in it, and it was tough. But we really saw ourselves getting more competitive, I think, towards the end. And, yeah, really looking forward to getting some more players on board, going as a team, and being a big part um, of that and really competing next year in the Super League. Yeah, I think it was really good last season. We we started to really get momentum towards the end of end of the season and like everyone was like yeah let's have another game let's have another game and so I think we we all started to learn our roles a little bit more everyone started gelling as a team and got used to being in that super league so it will be really really good to carry on that momentum going into the next season that's it it's a, it's a competition but it's growing there's more fans attending the viewing figures yeah. are going up and up and up every time it's streamed online I say it's one of the most positive leagues in the country in terms of growth for women. I think it's it's a really supportive league as well. I remember we we went for one game against Cardiff and we didn't have enough numbers um going there and they were like that's fine come along we can lend you some girls and we can still play a game and I think that was that was really really positive because you wouldn't see that very often in union as much or or any other leagues so it was great and all of the girls that have joined us have, have been like yeah this is really friendly and it's it's you know it's just really enlightening to see that support yeah and as emily mentioned like the support of the players even when they're playing against their own team and and with us because they have that little bit more experience like cardiff have international players in their squad and we're playing against them and when they come and on our team in that game, or came on in that team um, to support us. They really gave coaching tips. They they gave little tips on how to run onto the ball better, how to do better support lines, how to um, get it out wide when we needed to. So I think that, as well as the coaching we get from JJ and the other coaches at Oxford Cavaliers, that really helped us as well. Yeah, I think Chris with Cardiff Demons as well. You, you know, there wasn't just a few Welsh players; the majority. Yeah. Or there, national team, yeah. <laughs> and as actually, and as I've said, they were so welcoming and, and, and helpful and supportive. That's you it. know, speaks volumes for them as well at Cardiff. Everyone I've ever interviewed from Super League South has been massively. They bigged up every other team. There's no animosity between any teams. There's nothing. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, we want this to. We want everyone to do really well down here. Mm. 
I think it's where the 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 actual playing in the South Super League isn't as big as the one up north. So I think everyone has a real common goal down here to actually grow the sport, um, which is really nice. And you can real see a positive direction for the whole sport in the South as a whole, um, especially with, with the amount of traction everyone's getting with the interest through league. You can see how much more it's grown since the World Cup and everything as well. So how are you guys planning on being sustainable in the long term? Okay, so to be sustainable in the long term, what we're, what we're looking at is through our youth section. So at the moment, yes, that is a boys-only youth section. We, we're just looking at some pathways for them boys. We've got some relationships now in the whole area and even relationship in Australia. Um and we're currently working with the RFL, with Jodie Cunningham in particular, to develop our girls' section. So hopefully there'll be some exciting news coming out next year for young girls to come along, join the club and, and have a pathway. That's fantastic. That, that's, that's really good to hear, but... Because there's been such a successful World Cup, you guys are one of the teams who's going to... Go, you know what? We can we can move on now. We've got there'll be loads of interest in that. It's some people's favourite part of the show now, and it's a part that you guys at home have been putting the questions together towards. Because every couple of weeks, I put a thing out and let you guys pick new questions, take questions out. So here we go. Bit of a Christmassy feel with this. Question number one. What's your favourite stadium to play at? Slash, where would you most like to play? Check it out. Same question. Um, I think, as a typical rugby player, I think my, my top stadium would be Twickenham. Growing up, watching all of the internationals there and everything. So, yeah, Twickenham's the top one. For me, I think it's another rugby stadium because that's the best sport. Um, but the wreck in Bath, I think, is absolutely beautiful. Oh, nice stadium. Um, and, yes. Number two, this is to all of you. Who are your, who are your sporting heroes and why? Uh, so, my sporting hero, he's not anything to do with, um, with rugby, but he's um, a equestrian horse rider called Nick Skelton um, and back in about 2000 Nick came off his horse and broke his neck yeah, yeah. Um, and then went on to win the gold medal um, I can't remember which Olympics it was now 2020 maybe um, but he's, he's won world championships and won gold medals since then and he never let that break stop him um, even though everyone was like your sporting career's over um, and I think I'm, I'm quite a injury prone rugby player myself so I think it's really good for me to to think about that and think no you can get past any injury you're fine look what other people have done crack on amazing yeah um i think mine is from athletics uh, i love dina asher smith i think she's always so nice. happy and positive um and yeah i really try to channel that energy into my sport as well so i think she's just inspirational from an attitude kind of perspective Okay, so for me, I'm obviously probably spanning a few additional generations and decades um, on mine. So I, I kind of look for people who stood the test of time and you, and you kind of name them and they're probably Sean Edwards, really. Nice. And 
probably Ellery Hanley. You know, if, you, if I look at the team and think who would I pick now in that team from all the players in my lifetime, and of course, they were the most dominant as, as I was growing up. Yeah, because they're, they're still legends now. They're as famous as most yeah. of the players in the game. Right, let's get with the Christmas questions. What's on your Christmas dinner? Uh, my Christmas dinner is your bog standard turkey, uh, lots of Yorkshire puddings and roast potatoes. And then we have a bit of a weird family tradition. Um, so instead of pigs in blankets, we have glacé cherries wrapped in bacon. So it's a cherry instead of a sausage. Don't knock it until we try it. That's all I'm going to say. Not sure about that one. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything special about mine, but, you know, it's turkey, definitely. Pigs in blankets, Brussels sprouts, carrot and sweet, um, roast potatoes, stuffing. It's a lot. Bread sauce, cranberry sauce, lots of cranberry sauce. Um, yeah, maybe a bit of ham if there's some of that too. Whatever fits. As much as you can get on the plate. Yeah. I'm a bit of a lone ranger in my house because majority are vegetarians. So um, I'll probably just end up, you know, with a nice steak with the, the rest of the vegetables everyone else is having for me. But um, there's no point in having a big turkey because there will not be many eating it. Yeah, it should just be yourself. Whole roast turkey. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next question. Do you prefer to give or receive gifts? I definitely prefer giving gifts. I think Christmas is my favourite time of year because I can just go mad and buy loads for my family. Um, I just I just like watching people open their presents and like because I try and really think about them. So it's it's nice to see that I've hopefully found something thoughtful for everyone. Yeah, I'm I'm giving as well, but I think if if I receive something that I'm not particularly keen on, I'm very easy to read. So the the anxiety around receiving something that I might not like is quite strong. So yeah, no, I think giving is definitely my preference. Yeah. Same, Chris. I, I prefer, and I often say if people ask me what I want, I'll say actually I don't want anything, but obviously it is nice to to get something, but. Yeah, I prefer to get other people gifts. Perfect. Next question. What's your favourite Christmas song? I think mine is All I Want For Christmas Is You. Um, I think it's just a, a good one for everyone to sing. Everyone does the high note really badly and it just makes me laugh, so I love it. I've got to remember the artist for mine. I think it's the one Wizard does. The one that goes like, children playing. <laughs> I don't want to sing anymore. But having fun. Is that Wizard or is that someone else? Not sure, but that one. What about yourself? Uh, I haven't got one. I just don't like them, to be honest. I like <laughs> yes. singers. Someone good else. singers. But, you know, can't think of a good one. Last question. What's your favourite Christmas film? My favourite Christmas film is the animated Arthur Christmas. Um, it's a bit of a family tradition to always watch it um, at Christmas and we love it. There's just little lines in it that I think have stuck with us, even though me and my brothers are now all adults, that we we still go into kid mode whenever we watch it again. So, yeah, that's definitely it. 
Mine's mine's quite standard. I like I like Love Actually. Um, I think loads of people love it, but for me, it's actually buying for like favorite film of all time, not just Christmas. I think there's so many like iconic scenes in it that you can just watch again and again. And actually, to be honest, Chris, I too like Love Actually. I think it is uh, <laughs> really good. Go on. Funny. It's good. That's about as much time as we have for now. But if you're listening to the mega show, keep going. There's loads more. So. Is there anyone you want to give a shout out to before you go? Uh, absolutely, a massive shout out to the rest of the Oxford Cavs squads. Um, we wouldn't have had the success this season and the and the growth and progression if everyone didn't try as hard as they could. Um, whilst we're here as well, we'll plug our Instagram, which is Oxford Cavaliers. Um, RL underscore women's um, so anyone who wants to join us feel free to pop over to our Instagram page and you can find out more about the club Amazing and I'll add a few to that though yeah obviously go Cavs um, I think um, Math and JJ and um, Garen for the coaching, Garen actually does a lot of the men's coaching but comes over and helps us a load as well, all of the Super League teams as you said we're super supportive of one another and yeah great to great to keep the numbers building and to keep that going and yeah the whole club because they've been super supportive of building this women's team and we couldn't have done it without them. Yeah, and uh, particularly, I know Heather's mentioned the coaches, but particularly uh, Jamie Lee Jones, who is the women's league coach, club secretary, head of coaching, and everything else. And without his vision, along with Math, who had the vision to start the women's team, effectively, I don't think we'd be here now without them too. So, big shout out to Jamie and Math. Perfect. Thank you guys for coming on.